Hi, good morning friends. Welcome to today's morning briefing session. First of all, a disclaimer that this podcast is only for educational purpose. We do not recommend or advocate any stocks mentioned during the call. The sources of our information are various publicly available data sites such as investing.com, money control, Bloomberg, Business Standard, ET, Mint, BSC, Financial Express and others. So we start uh, by looking at uh, updates from the pharma segment. So what do we think now before we move on to other segments? Thank you, Puratan. Good morning, everyone. Uh, healthcare update after quite a gap, so quite a few updates today and it's a start to a new week and end of a month that has gone by. So Zydus Cadilla has received USFD approval to market flupenazine hydrochloride tablets used in the treatment of certain type of mental ailments. The drug will be manufactured at Group's formulation manufacturing facility at Ahmedabad. The group has so far 318 approvals and also filed 400 ANDAs. So Zydus Cadilla will also come up later in the updates. Quite some uh, things happening there uh, which seem positive. Uh, Glenmark has reported good results as expected for quarter four. Uh, company's profits were up by 6% at 233 plus crores for the quarter. Consolidated revenue for operations uh, was 2,860 crores, which is actually flat from quarter four of last year. For the entire year, company's profits and sales were 970 crores and 10,944 crores respectively. The profits on an annual basis showed an impressive 25 plus percent growth while sales were rather flat at less than 3 percent growth. Global PE funds, Tiger Global and B Capital are looking to invest in FarmEasy via primary and secondary routes. The deal is expected to add about 300 million to FarmEasy's parent company API Holdings valuation. FarmEasy recently completed acquisition of a smaller online pharmacy rival Midlife. API Holdings, which is the holding company of FarmEasy, is planning on an IPO in in the coming year 2022, the valuation is expected to be around 3 billion and the IPO size is expected to be around 3,500 crores. Serum Institute has informed government that it will be able to manufacture and supply about 9 to 10 crore doses of Covishield in June. Zydus Cadilla plans to test its plasmid DNA vaccine for children in the age group of 5 to 12 years. This is really a good uh, development, a welcome one company has already covered children between 12 to 18 years in its presently ongoing clinical trials. IIT Hyderabad has developed nano fiber based controlled release oral tablets of amphotericin B to treat post COVID fungal infections. Researchers have kept the technology free of intellectual property rights and are looking for pharmaceutical partners who can take up mass scale production. Currently, Amphotericin B is an injectable drug. Uh, it's an injectable drug, and uh, AstraZeneca India has terminated its distribution agreement with Abbott Healthcare for type 2 diabetes drug dapagliflozin. AstraZeneca will continue to market this drug independently in India under its own brand names, Forxiga, Zigdio, and Quitern, while Agreement with Abbott was discontinued from May 27. AstraZeneca quickly entered into agreement with Sun Pharma the very next day, May 28. 
for manufacturing and promotion distribution of the same molecule and its combination with metformin. Sun Pharma will now market under the brand names Oxra, Oxramet and Oxradio. Probably the expectation of volumes from Sun seems to be much higher than what Abbott was able to manage. Citing the adequate supply position on Remdesivir, Central Government is planning to terminate the central allocation system to states for Remdesivir. Government has of course asked regulators NPP and CDSCO to continue monitoring the pricing and supply situation of Remdesivir even though the allocation system may be discontinued. Zydus Cadilla has introduced an anti-counterfeit measure for its true drugs Remdesivir and Verafin. The company has enabled IT-enabled code on each product under a scratchable surface. Upon purchase, customer can scratch the surface to reveal the code, which they can verify through an app or website for its genuineness. While this is a welcome measure, it's an idea which has been around for quite some time now, but has not received wide application, probably because of cost and management complexity uh, levels, vis-a-vis -vis the benefits actually available to the patients. Healthcare has secured approval from Gujarat FDA to manufacture and market Posaconazole API, which is used in the formulation used to treat mucormycosis or black fungus drug. Researchers at IIT Hyderabad have developed options and are ready to take the technology forward, as we reported a bit earlier on this update. The 60MG tablet can be priced at around 200 and is patient friendly because it's slow and stand really the body reduces nephrosis. Scientists in Taiwan have developed a new DNA-based COVID vaccine that successfully induced long-lasting antibodies against the novel coronavirus in mice and hamsters. Some currently available COVID-19 vaccines require mRNA strands to reach human system and easy to recognize the newly developed vaccine instead uses DNA coding the uh, DNA encoding the virus spike protein which allows it to enter and infect the human cells. Benefit of the new Indian Immunologicals Limited has announced its plans to begin the production of drug substance meant for COVID-19 vaccine Covaxin from June 15 and dispatch the first batch to Bharat Biotech by July. Company will produce the drug substance initially for 2 to 3 million doses per month which will be scaled up to 7 million doses per month later in the year and eventually to 15 million doses per month. Bharat Biotech has of course tempered the expectations on vaccine supply front by clarifying that production scale-up of vaccines is a step-by-step -step process and there is a four-month lag time for Covaxin to translate into actual vaccination. A final update on this front was given by Health Ministry which has stated that the production capacity of Covaxin will reach 6 to 7 crore vaccine doses per month by July-August and it is expected to ne reach nearly 10 crore doses by September. So at least by July-August the supply uh, of vaccines is expected to ease out from the present uh, levels. Now for the final two updates for the day. Max Healthcare posted 141% rise in net profit to 109 crores for quarter 4 of financial year 2021. 
revenues were 1,159 crores, reflecting a growth of about 5%. And to end the update, IPCA, IPCA Laboratories reported 94% rise in consolidated net profit at 161 crores for quarter four. Total income stood at 1,134 crores for the quarter. Companies exports registered 11% growth while domestic sales were flat with about 1% growth. This is all for the day. We wish you a good trading day and a week coming up ahead. Bye bye. Many thanks for this update uh, to chemical sectors. Cosmo Specialty Chemicals Private Limited, which is a wholly owned Indian subsidiary of Cosmo Films Limited, has announced the development of Mycoenzyme. This is sourced from enzymatic process, uh, making it an environment-friendly alkaline pectate lacy. To be used, uh, the chemical uh, this will be used in chemical industry. It helps eliminate the challenges posed by the chemicals when sourced through traditional processes such as high ETP load, use of very harsh chemical, wastage of water and and time. So an interesting development happening in Cosmo Films. I think they are moving into chemical and enzymes as well. So need to keep a watch on these such development. BASF Digital Farming and Pesel Instrument has signed an agreement to collaborate globally on R&D. This is to improve pest management in fruits and vegetables and thus boost the production. BASF Digital Farming and Pesel instrument expect the pest recognition and monitoring services for grapes and palm fruit and the service will be available from 2022 onwards. UPL Limited has announced the scaling up of its Pro Novita Sad Samrudh Groundnut program in Gujarat. The program aims to increase the productivity and enhance the quality of groundnut crop by applying sustainable agronomy practices which includes proper training, technology intervention and farm mechanization. Few results we were tracking over the weekend were Sudarshan Chemical Industries reported their March end result. On a quarterly comparison basis, the total income was 578 crores which is about 17% as compared to December quarter where they posted 508 crores. Net profit is about 53 crores which is about 36% higher as compared to 39 crores posted in December. Kaveri Seed, they have reported their margin result on a quarterly comparison. The total income was 68 odd crores which is substantially down by 45% as compared to 126 odd crores in December quarter. The company posted a loss of 17.3 crores as against a profit of 9 crores in December. Advanced Enzyme Technologies, uh, they have posted their March end result on a quarterly comparison basis. A total income was about 134 crores, which is almost flat as compared to 138 crores in December. The net profit was about 31 crores, which is again lower by 26% as against 43 crores posted in December. Excel Industries, uh, their March end result were published. On a quarterly comparison basis, uh, total income was about 219 odd crores, which is rather flat as against uh, 216 crores posted in December. And the net profit was about 20 crores, which is again lower by 23% as against 26 odd crores posted in December. 
so this is all from uh, the chemical agrochemical sectors uh, wish you a great trading day ahead and over to puratan for macro as well as uh, sector specific news thank you abhishek so we start our day with uh, and by looking at what has happened in the us market so dow jones ended 64 points up s&p was uh, up barely 3 points and nasdaq uh, ended 12 points uh, up us the uh, 30 futures was trading 36 points up and us 500 futures was trading 4.6 uh, 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 points up as we speak markets in the us and uk will remain closed today which is monday for a holiday as um, they have a memorial day holiday there however futures will st uh, still be trading in asia and uh, nasdaq uh, and s uh, and p 500 futures are still trading and we reported the numbers just now uh, oil uh, continues to remain volatile with an upward uh, bias and uh, goldman sachs has issued uh, an upward uh, target for the for oil so you one needs to watch out carefully Uh, back in india markets are uh, expected to remain volatile uh, uh, also the sgx nifty had suggested a soft uh, opening for indian benchmark benchmark indices uh, the markets will could possibly remain under pressure due to st statistics which be relayed from cso uh, and the cso will be releasing its uh, gdp estimates for the march march quarter as well as for the earlier and there are varied opinions about uh, how the gdp has uh, performed whether it has contracted or it has picked up marginally and also how it would uh, be doing going forward so there are varied estimates and uh, we need to watch out for it carefully the emergency credit line guarantee scheme which is eclgs which was earlier given to textile and auto component sector has now been uh, extended to airlines and hospitals until september 30th or till the entire uh, guarantee package of 3 trillion rupees uh, is exhausted so this is uh, uh, said in a press note released by finance ministry on the fii and di front so fii's have uh, so bought uh, shares worth 913 odd crores and domestic institutional investors have bought shares worth 1275 odd crores so a good amount of buying over 2000 crores of buying in the cash market on friday closing so certainly a good day for the indian markets on friday and i hope that this would continue however we need to watch out carefully on the uh, nifty index uh, key resistance level to watch out is 15500 key support level uh, a real support level is 15060 however some of the action would also be seen around 15200 and 15300 levels for bank nifty uh, resistance to watch out is 36360 and key support level to watch out is 34600 levels maximum call open interest uh, we are seeing at 16000 levels followed by 15500 call writing we are seeing at 16000 followed by 15800 so all these numbers suggest uh, an upward bias on the nifty uh, however thursday could really define as to how the, the june week will open for uh, this month and rather how the june series will open for this uh, entire june period maximum put open interest we are seeing at 14500 followed by 15000 levels put writing we are seeing at 15000 followed by 14500 levels so these are some of the levels to watch out for maximum pain which was earlier at 15200 has now reduced has now come down to 15100 levels 
On the non-speculative side, we are seeing high delivery percentage in Petronet, Power Grid and HUL. Uh, we are also seeing long buildup on Canra Bank, Trent and Sriram Transport. So these are some of the counters that you need to watch out for. Some important names that will be declaring their earnings calendar today. Uh, and those are Orvindo Pharma, Chemcon Specialty Chemicals, Asian Granito India, Banari Aman Spinning Mills, Honeywell Automation, Ingersoll Rand India, Jamna Auto Industries, Kolte Patil Developers, Lloyd Steel Industries, Magma Film Corp, Man Industries, Maxims Pharma, Nahar Industrial Spices, uh, Enterprises, Narayana Hardula, Prakash Industries, and Rupa Company and Shilpa Medicare. So do watch out for these companies that do the study their financial results. On the bulk deal front, we, has, we have seen uh, some action on PASA low digital. So State Bank of India has bought about 4,37,000 uh, shares uh, of PASA low digital at the rate of 570 rupees per share in, from the open market on the NSE. Moving on to segment news. So from automotive and airspace side, we have news from Mahindra, in Mahindra first, which uh, declared its res result recently. And uh, uh, Anish Sa, uh, the managing director of company, has said that they won't be seeing uh, big impairments going forward uh, at Mahindra and Mahindra. And the company has also planned investments worth 9,000-odd crores. So you need to watch out for this. Uh, Sangyong is eyeing for new investors uh, to complete the sale process as Mahindra looks to uh, offload its stake in Sangyong, which has not done well in the Indian markets. Uh, automakers in India are now taking the digital route to push sales uh, amid uh, the COVID-19 pandemic phase 1 and phase 2 and almost, almost all of the OEMs are focusing on digital initiatives. Mahindra and Mahindra uh, also reported a consolidated net profit of 163 odd crores for the quarter ended March and uh, this is largely an account of its decision to write off 849 odd crores uh, for some of the key long term investments and obviously I believe that includes Sangyong. Uh, it had reported a loss of 3,255 odd crores in the year uh, ago quarter. So good news flow from uh, Mahindra. Uh, you need to watch out for this uh, space. Uh, Wipro Aerospace has submitted a $31 million bid to acquire a bankrupt US supplier of Boeing Incorporation. And we see how that adds to the uh, aerospace capabilities of Wipro. Moving on to news from IT segment. So Apple India has reported a consolidated profit at 58 odd crores in Q4 of FI21. This is against 15 odd crores in Q4 of FI20. Revenue has jumped to 140 odd crores from 80 odd crores on a year-on-year basis. So uh, good, good movement here. Uh, Infosys, uh, the shares of Infosys uh, should ideally remain in uh, focus today as the uh, stock goes ex-dividend. The company will be declaring a dividend of 15 rupees per share, which is today on Monday 31st. Uh, news from the banking space, uh, so IDFC First Bank is a space that one needs to watch out for. After a rating agency called Brickwork Rating Firm has reaffirmed the rating of NCDs and has withdrawn the rating of bank loan facilities of the IDFC First Bank. So one needs to watch out for this one. Bank of Baroda has posted a loss of 1,046 odd crores in Q4 of FI21. This is against a profit of 506 odd crores in Q4 of FI20. However, net interest income NII has risen to 7,106 odd crores from 6,098 
20% jump in the revenue and there is a 19% jump in the, in uh, in revenue which is stands at 193 odd crores so let me put this in perspective so 20% uh, almost 21% jump in the net profits uh, stands at 65 odd crores and 19% uh, jump in the revenue which stands at 193 odd crores uh, for uh, the period q4 fy21 versus q4 fy20 and uh, we finally some news on the consumer side so dollar industries has reported higher consolidated profit at 19 odd crores in q4 of fi21 this is against 12 odd crores in q4 of fi20 revenue has risen to 300 odd crores uh, from rupees 237 uh, odd crores in uh, on year on year basis himmat singha seed which is one of the largest linen manufacturers in the world has reported consolidated profit at 37 odd crores in Q4 of FI21. This is against a loss of 68 odd crores. So quite a significant turnaround here um, on Q4 FI20. Revenue has jumped to 746 odd crores from 434 odd crores on year on year basis. And finally, Financial Express has issued a target price of 600 ton on Imami. Uh, given its recent quarterly performance and I think we need to watch out for all these counters and investigate carefully before you step into uh, the investment zone. So thank you and have a nice trading day. Take care of yourself.